Bonjour et bienvenue à Collège Jeanne Sauvé. Today is school day 106. Please rise and keep on rising. Just keep rising. Rise up, above the city, into the clouds, through the atmosphere, into the stars. Just keep rising forever. Good morning, CJS. I have something interesting to report on today. You've probably already noticed, but the entire school is surrounded by strange beings. These beings are different from the flickering creatures of the moat. Out of the corner of your eye, they look like regular humans. But if you try to look at them directly, they morph and shimmer into something else. They're still human-shaped, but there's something different as well. They're two things at once. Whatever these beings are, they're definitely incomprehensible to human minds. Try not to leave the building unless absolutely necessary. We don't know what their intentions are. And now, sports. Preparations for the ringette tournament have begun. There will be practices at random intervals for the next month. Tryouts have already been completed. The surviving players must completely fill out their permission forms, waivers, and final wills before first practice or they won't be allowed on the ice. Team bonding will take place on February 21st. All players must attend, as failure to bond mentally, emotionally, and metaphysically will result in social alienation. Meetings for most spring sports have also begun. Both girls outdoor soccer and boys rugby are meeting today at lunch. Anyone who is interested in playing is invited to join. The meeting for girls rugby has already happened. If you missed it, well, that's your problem. Did you really expect me to tell you everything that's happening in this school? Yes, it's my job to inform you of the stuff. And yes, I'm constantly spying on everyone through my listening devices. And yes, I might be mildly psychic. But some things just still manage to evade my knowledge. Girls Rugby is one of those. If you want truly reliable information, read the school newspaper. Oh wait, we don't have one, do we? The school newspaper's head office burnt down in a mysterious fire last week, didn't it? If anybody asks, it totally was not me who did that. But I'm not going to complain about it, since whoever burnt down the newspaper office also got rid of my only competition, leaving me as the only source of information for the students of CJS. I wonder if it was the same person who hacked the school website and replaced all the announcements with the word cheese back in 2017. Once again, it wasn't me who did that. Why would you think that? You have no reason to think that. I just have a very loyal listener who wants to destroy all my competition for me. That's all. Anyways, I'm forbidden from using both computers and matches due to, uh, previous events that shall not be named. I could not have possibly burnt down the school newspaper even if I desperately wanted to. Even if I was fantasizing about it for the past three months. Even 
if I wrote out a detailed plan on how to burn it down without getting caught. It couldn't have been me, because I've been banned from lighting fires. I've also been banned from bugging the school with listening devices, but that's beyond the point. Okay, I got a little off topic there. I was talking about girls rugby. Yeah, anyways, so the girls rugby team sends out their announcements through a type of dark magic that I haven't mastered yet. So I don't exactly have access to them. Just know that if you've been chosen by the girls rugby team, you will know. You will. This has been sports, I guess. Sports and an update on the newspaper club. Hey, two birds and one stone. See, that's just how good of a reporter I am. Why would anybody even think we need a newspaper club anyways? And, uh, speaking of good reporting, there's been an update on the weird, multidimensional, incomprehensible beings surrounding the school. Administration has tried to make contact with them, but quickly ran away with bleeding eyes and ears, screaming something in a different language. Or maybe just screaming normally. Screams are kind of universal in all languages. Everyone screams. Everybody just has that deep terror of the void inside of them. It's the one thing that truly connects us all. Yeah, so administration was screaming. And this is very concerning, since administration has always had a very high tolerance to strange entities. It's how they managed to survive summoning Cthulhu, after all. We still don't know why these beings are here. What are their plans? Where did they come from? Since the glowing eyes have returned to their temple, the usual mysterious entities of CJS have been pretty harmless. The flickering beings of the moat have stopped luring in students, although they aren't above stealing anyone who might be foolish enough to walk in. The girl in the last stall of the girl's change room who should ever be freed hasn't hijacked the intercom with her poetry in like two weeks. That's like, that's pretty tame for her. The band room has stopped trapping students in inescapable rooms for days on end. Even the students who are stuck wandering the halls for eternity have stopped using fireworks during their midnight hallway raves, opting instead for pulsing crystals. And the students who were recently resurrected? Well, they've been having some cannibalistic tendencies, but we've mostly solved that by selling vegan, beyond meat, fake human flesh at the calf, and offering discounts to anyone who is recently dead. Apparently, the knowledge that they're saving two bucks is enough to make most people forget that they're still spending three bucks. What I'm getting at is that it's been pretty peaceful recently. So, honestly, it's about time we face another supernatural threat. It's just been weird, it being so quiet. I'm very excited to see what these beings end up doing. Maybe they're here to offer us cake. I like cake. The knowledge that you can die at any moment while eating it makes the whole process very thrilling. Put your fork in the wrong place and boom, you're dead. You know, apparently in some countries, they don't put explosives in their cake. But I have trouble believing this. Why would people willingly deny themselves of such a fun dessert? If these beings are here to offer us non-explosive cake, I might just have to fist fight them. In other news, tickets for the musical are now available and mandatory. 
Not going to the musical is punishable by me reenacting the entire thing to you in a tiny room, singing out of key at the top of my lungs and trying to harmonize with myself. Trust me, you would much rather see the real thing. If you're going to be watching it anyways, make sure you watch the good one. The musical will take place from March 2nd to 4th at the CCFM. I have had some questions about the time, so I will clarify. The musical is from March 2nd at 12 a.m. to March 4th at 11.59 p.m. All attendees should bring food, drinks, and a sleeping bag. Missing school due to the musical is a justified absence, so don't worry about that. See Madame Donnelly and Mr. Enns for details. On behalf of the 60 students and teachers involved in making this musical possible, I thank you for supporting our musical theatre program and literally do not care that you have no choice. There have been many complaints recently about grade 9s and 10s of vaping in the bathrooms, disrupting anyone who might want to use the bathrooms for, you know, actual bathroom purposes. I assure you that administration is taking steps to solve these issues. They have already tried removing the vaping students, but since they just keep coming back, administration has rethought their strategy. In order to prevent disruption, they say, we must remove the people who are being disrupted. This is why we have converted all the bathrooms into official vape rooms. Now, nobody can argue that people aren't using the rooms for their intended purposes. This decision also has the benefit of conditioning students to not expect access to basic human rights like bathrooms, which will make them much more enslavable, employable in the future. There have been reports of a car parked in Madame Tebege's parking spot. It is very wide and somewhat saucer-shaped with strange glowing lights on the bottom. It appears to have retractable feet and stairs and no wheels. The color is, uh, it's strange. It appears to be multiple colors at once. Eyewitnesses have been rendered incapable of complex thought, as the amount of brain power required to comprehend the color of this car is much more than mere humans possess. If this is your car, please move it. Madame Tebege is utterly fascinated by its color and it's getting very hard to stop her from looking at it. Um, for the very first time in all of my four years of high school, the owner of the car in the wrong parking stall has decided to move their car. One of the incomprehensible beings standing near the front entrance must have heard my announcement from the giant megaphone I installed on the flagpole, because they pulled a set of car keys from there. Pocket, bag, fold of clothes. It, it's really hard to see. They, I just can't comprehend the shape of these things. The being took their car keys and left the circle of beings surrounding the school. They went over to the parking lot, entered the saucer-shaped car of incomprehensible color, and flew it over to an empty visitor's stall. And, uh, hold on, I'm getting another fax. It says... Um, what? It's the same as the one from the Galactic Assembly, dear listeners. At first, it looks like it's English, and then as soon as I try to read it, it, it shimmers into something else. 
I just don't know what this is. What's happening? What does this have to do with the beings? I know it's connected. It has to be, but how? Hey, it's us. Adios. The glowing eyes that used to be in the vents. We're hijacking your little announcer person's voice again. They seem to be having trouble reading these little messages, so we figured we'd help out a bit. It's not their fault that humans can't comprehend the fourth dimension. We, however, can comprehend up to eight dimensions. This fourth dimension message is nothing for us. The first one, from two weeks ago, says, What's up? It's the Galactic Assembly. Our instruments have detected an energy surge in your area, so we're coming to check it out. Make sure, you know, just make sure that you didn't accidentally annihilate your whole species, etc. We know that you Earthlings don't like visitors and we tend to run away screaming whenever you see us, so we brought you some cake as a peace offering. We should arrive in about two Earth weeks, so see you then. And then the more recent facts says, Hey, sorry about that spaceship. We didn't realize that that spot was reserved. Is that why you haven't accepted our cake yet? Are you mad at us? Some of you are already ran away screaming, so I guess you are. Sorry. What can we do to make up for it? We're open to negotiations. Communication is the most important thing in a relationship, and we want to be good galactic neighbors. We'll stay here for the rest of your Earth Day, and then if we don't receive a response, we'll assume you want nothing to do with us. As usual. Well, we'll be here, waiting for a response. As usual. Will you ever answer us? And there you go. Those are the messages. Our work here is done. We'll leave a note to your announcer person to listen to the last minute or so of audio so that they're not totally out of the loop. It's been nice talking to you, CJS. We'll be in our temple if you ever need us. If you manage to get past the Force Guardians. Adios! Okay, I feel weird. Did I just get possessed again? I think I just got possessed again. Oh, that's that weird, like, out-of-body thing that, like, I, like, I can see myself doing things, but I can't remember what they are, and all I know is that, that, uh, it just feels really weird. So, oh, there's a note. Listen to the last minute or so of audio. Okay, Sure. Maybe that'll give me some clues as to what happened while I was possessed. I hate being possessed. It's terrible. All right. So while I do that, I'll give you Madame Donnelly's musical class announcement. Musical. I am singing musical songs. This is an official advertisement for the musical. Because I'm singing musical songs. Come watch the musical. We are good singers. Yeah. Okay. So I have been made aware that the strange beings surrounding our school are four-dimensional aliens who noticed the amazing energy of the Envirothon and just wanted to check up on us. But you already know this, don't you? Well... I think it's nice that our galactic neighbors care so much about us. 
Now we just need some brave student to go out there and accept their cake. They all seem a little sad that we haven't taken it yet, and I, I feel bad for them. We weren't trying to ignore you. It's just... We literally cannot comprehend your existence. Now, this is a star-crossed relationship if I've ever heard it. So, we need one brave student to go out, risk their sanity, and take the cake. I nominate Faith Adioti because she doesn't really have much sanity left to lose. And maybe, if we accept the cake, we'll be on better terms with the Galactic Assembly, and then they'll tell us if everything we know is actually a simulation. Because I know that we're all dying to know that. Like, it's, it's been bugging at my mind since ever since I watched The Matrix. It hurts. Is this a simulation? Is reality real? None of us know. Faith, if you go and take that cake from the aliens, I will buy you cookies. Just for taking us one step closer to the truth. Oh, wow, that worked. Faith just rolled her eyes at the intercom, got up, and is now walking towards the main entrance. She's leaving the school. She's talking to the aliens. This is actually happening. Wow. I'm surprised she actually accepted my offer. She hasn't started screaming yet, which is impressive. The aliens hand her... Oh my god, that's a cake. It is a cake. It's an actual cake. Look at it. It's beautiful. Okay, you can't look at it because this is an audio medium, but you know what I mean. It, it's a little weird. It's probably a four-dimensional cake. And then Faith puts the cake down by the bike rack and keeps talking. Faith, no, what are you doing? Why are you still talking to the aliens, Faith? I want that cake. Give me the cake. And now Faith is glowing. She's talking to the aliens, and she's glowing and morphing and shifting into something else. And, oh my god, she's one of them. Faith is a multidimensional being that is incomprehensible to human minds. And... Oh, the flying saucer is moving. It's rising up, and it hovers over the roof of our school right now, and oh god, yep. Harsh light is surrounding our school, but I'm sure you guys know that because it's going in through every window. It's even going in through the walls. My studio has no windows, but I can see the light coming in. And... The light's gone. And so are the aliens. And so is Faith. I think they just got beamed up into the saucer. That saucer-shaped car thing. And, yeah. And now, if you look out the window to the west, you will see the saucer-shaped car flying away into the sky. I wonder where the aliens are going. Off in the vast universe and the distant planets and faraway stars and everything else in this universe in this existence that we don't even have names for there must be so much out there that we've never even seen things that we can't even understand there's so much that we don't understand and we're stuck here for now we're not free like those aliens. We can't go out and explore the universe like they can. We can't make new discoveries just by being there. We're stuck on this tiny...
tiny little rock or just one tiny speck in a vast expanse of things that we just don't know. Maybe one day we'll be advanced enough to join the Galactic Assembly and go out and discover things and share our discoveries with other aliens and make actual progress. But for now, we're just a tiny little piece of dust in this void. This void that is so filled with everything. Well, I think it's nice that we at least have good neighbors. They came to check up on us. That's so sweet of them. I guess it really just goes to show that no matter how different we are, we still live in the same galaxy. And it's important to take care of each other. Aw, oh, come on! Somebody just ate the cake without me! And they're not even skilled at it either. Look at that, they blew up the entire tech hallway. And this, dear listeners, is why construction never ends. Oh god, my locker's in the tech wing. Uh, I should really go and make sure that it didn't get totally blown up. I have very valuable summoning crystals in there, and they can't be exposed to heat, so if they got blown up, um, we're gonna have some problems. Well, I'm going now. C'est tout plaisance. Et passez une excellente journée. Everything was done by Madison Posthumus, except some music that was by Bilen Mengesha. She's good at music. Check her out on SoundCloud. Please quit. PLZ underscore quit. Thanks for listening.